how many times have you ate too much or maybe had too much to drink or maybe watched too many Netflix episodes and the next day you're kicking yourself. You're like, when am I going to stop? And you tried to use this sort of hard discipline to change your behaviors. And it never works. It never does. In fact, you just get more and more depressed, more angry with yourself. What I'm going to share in this episode is how to stop beating yourself up and how to actually brainwash yourself into doing things that you normally wouldn't do. Like into hey, I don't want to drink tonight, into I'm going to go to bed early so that I can get up and go for a run tomorrow, into writing the book, into starting the business, into all the things that at one point you thought were hard. I'm going to teach you this brainwashing technique that many people have used, like military and all sorts of organizations have used this, but I'm going to share how you can use it on yourself in a healthy, positive way to help your future self so that you stop borrowing from the future to pay for fun today. All that right after the intro. And now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, your friend, your biggest fan, Carla White. And I want to just like congratulate you for making a huge deposit into your future self by listening to this podcast, by educating yourself. I bet you're out for a walk right now or doing something pretty cool. And I applaud you for that because those are micro deposits to your future self. And so often we get into this habit of beating ourselves up about past decisions. And the first thing I want to do is shift you from thinking about it as, you know, I made this terrible decision uh, into viewing it as um, future self neglect, neglecting your future self. It's kind of like this. Last week or a couple days ago, I was sitting with some friends at their pool and one of the guests decided to pour himself a drink. And he said, I'm borrowing from my future self for the fun I'm having tonight. And I thought about that and I'm like, that that's so true because he's going to have that drink and then tomorrow he's going to be sluggish. He's going to be tired. And I don't know how many drinks he has. Maybe it wouldn't affect him at all. But if it were me, I wouldn't feel so good the next day. And you, when we make those little decisions, we don't realize that we're, we're neglecting our future self. And whether we're like going out for a run or a walk, or even just taking five minutes to meditate, those are little micro deposits into your future self that will pay back generously, way more than if you're borrowing from the future to have some sort of fun that, that's going to deplete you from the future. So when we, when we do that, when we're beating ourselves up about past decisions, normally what we do is we'll then try to get into some really harsh self-discipline. I'm never doing that again. I'm giving up alcohol forever. I'm going to go walk 10. You know, like normally we really try to discipline ourselves to shift the needle. And unfortunately, discipline doesn't work because it's all about habit. 
90% of what we do is based on habits. It's all pretty much hardwired into our brains. And so what I'm going to share with you is how to brainwash yourself into changing your habits quickly so that you're, you're not neglecting your future self. You're investing in your future self automatically without even thinking. Imagine where you'll be. It's like this. You're trying to get to California. You're trying to get to LA and you made a bad decision. And so you're, you're like ruminating on it and you just can't get out of it. And so you're stuck in Tulsa, Oklahoma or somewhere like that forever because you're just ruminating on this bad decision rather than moving forward into your future self. I've seen so many people um, give up on either a business or a book or an idea because they get, they made a poor decision, which like they went in the ditch and they get stuck there. They never get out of the ditch. They never carry on. And we, we believe that we need to discipline ourselves into it. And it's not about that. It's about ha- habits. So I'm going to share, it's called, the acronym is FEAR. And it's a fast way to change your habits so that it's on autopilot. Because we've heard the saying, neurons that fire together, wire together. Okay. And we're going to get into how to do that. So the F for fear is focus, 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 focus. And that seems so simple, but let me give you an example of a friend of mine. She wanted to write a book and she's like, I've been working on this book for five years. And I said, okay, well, how much focus have you given it? And she said, well, I've read, you know, a couple of books about it. I've listened to a podcast. I got my outline, but I just can't find it in me to sit down. And I'm like, that is not focus. Focus. If you really want to achieve a goal, focus is where you are immersed in it. Now we're talking about brainwashing yourself. So like a lot of times when they want to take somebody into a compound or into a, like a little society, the whole focus is about that organization or that group. There are companies that that do really good on this. And I'm not going to mention any names, but they have events and like even the key fob has their logo on it and their brand and everything. Everything you see is all about that company, the food, the the lines, the t-shirts, everything, the water bottles, everything while you're at the event is focused on that company. So when you're thinking about your own life, let's go back to that book analogy your focus should be, well, anywhere I get an idea, I'm going to have a way to write it down. I don't care if it's in the bathroom or in the shower or as I'm putting on my makeup, there's going to be little whiteboards or whatever around my house so I can always write ideas. Little sticky notes everywhere. I don't care. I'm going to have a bookshelf all about writing books. I'm going to hire a coach. I'm going to write out my entire schedule in exactly what I need to do every single day. So it's focused on writing my book. And that's how you get stuck out of Tulsa and head straight to LA is you increase the focus. The second thing you need to really shift from discipline into habit is emotion. This one's huge. It's so huge because there is an animal part of our brain that that makes all the decisions that that becomes our habits and you can't use language 
on that animal part of our brain. And a lot of times I've been in um, little focus groups or coaching programs where they want me to write a phrase or something over and over and over again every single day. So it becomes habit in my brain. It becomes a habitual way of me thinking. And it doesn't work because there was no emotion tied to that sentence. And so the way you need to do it is you need to, to make it as sensory rich as possible. What emotions are you feeling? What emotions, what, what sights are you seeing? What, what smells do you have when that book is published? When you're standing on stage? When you're putting on that dress that you never thought you'd be able to get into? When you're sitting with the love of your life at the bench? What emotions? And it needs to be almost like, how would you describe it to your dog? Because it's a primal part of your brain and that brain doesn't understand words. It doesn't understand the same language. So you need to, to infuse emotion. So there's focus, emotion, and the A is for agitation. Okay. This is why they often, when they're brainwashing people, they shave their heads or they have sleep deprivation. It's to trick them into thinking it's a new way of life. It signals, okay, this is new. This is a new way of life. So how can you trick your brain into thinking this is a new way of life? I once had a friend, and still have a friend, I have a friend who went through treatment. And after she got out of treatment, they had her redecorate, redo her environment. She, she knocked down walls, she got all new furniture, she painted, she changed up her kitchen, she changed her environment. She needed to agitate it into this is new. So you got to clean up that office. You got to clean up your room, get a new bedspread, get new sheets, um, paint your walls. This is why people are constant, the coaches are constantly shake up your environment. If you're constantly looking at the same stack of papers every single time you sit down at your desk and the papers have been there for years, then you're, you're going to you're going to be stuck in Tulsa. Okay. So agitation, you need to agitate it. And then last one is repetition. Repetition is so important every single day. Because neurons that fire together, wire together. And when you do something and you do it over and over and over again, you fire new superhighways. Now, here's the thing that's really super important. You aren't disconnecting old neurons. You aren't disconnecting those old connectivities, those old habits. You're just creating new ones. It's like this. It's like you got two two ways to get to your supermarket and they're equally as far distance, but you always turn right down main street to get to the supermarket. You always have always gone right. Well, one day you decide to go left and it's not as natural, but then you decide to go left again. You decide to go left again. You decide to go left. And pretty soon you automatically go left that opportunity to go right is still there. It's still hardwired into your brain, but your brain naturally wants to go left instead. So you need to repeat it over and over and over again. In fact, 
there's a tipping point where you start to see compound interest after you repeated it. So when you repeat it for about 14 days or so, um, you may not see much effect. But once you get into day 15, 16, and closer to day 21, you start to see a compound effect. So meaning that it doubles over and over and over again every single day, especially if you're not borrowing from tomorrow, if you're not neglecting your tomorrow self. Okay, so always think about your future self and borrowing from tomorrow. And then when you're thinking about it, like who you want to be, think about like how you would describe it to your dog or an animal, because that's that's the primal part of our brain that we're trying to shift into being that. So often the people that I've seen that are the most successful, either with wealth or happiness or whatever, their default is always thinking about their future self, always, constantly, over and over and over again. So again, it's focus, emotion, agitation, and repetition. When you have a combination of those, you will trick your brain into a new habit faster than if you try to use discipline and I don't know, just trying to force it down, like putting a square peg in a round hole. It does not work. It's got to be habitual. 90% of our life is on habits. And when it's a habitual thing, then it's easy. Then you don't even have to think about it. It just becomes second nature. When it's habitual that, hey, I'm just going to go to bed at nine o'clock. It feels great because I like to get up at five to go to my workout class. Or it's habitual to want to sit down and write every Sunday. It's just like, I've done it. I've done it every Sunday. I sit down and I write. That's it. And so, or write in a gratitude journal. Little things, teeny tiny little things that are micro investments into your future and they pay off tenfold. All right. So it's focus, emotion, agitation, or reputation, repetition. And I'd love to hear from you. Just reach out to me at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you how you're going to implement fear into your life. All right, until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, Be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts. If you're a coach, author, course creator, or host of any kind, listen up. Hero is the brand new way to increase your course consumption with private, piracy-proof podcasts. Give your customers the freedom to learn without sacrificing their productivity. Hero seamlessly interacts with all the major podcast platforms and apps, meaning less headaches and more listeners. Hero has a full suite of features, allowing creators like you to take control of their content. Get started with Hero for just $1 at Hero.fm.